You're listening to Coffee and Valkyries, a podcast about your favorite NWSL club, Colwell Rain. fans, it's time to get to know two more of the club's newest players, forward Ali Watt and goalkeeper Cozy Morche. Ladies, welcome to Coffee and Valkyries, and also, by and large, welcome to the Pacific Northwest. Oh, thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> We've been told that you guys have been very excited to uh, chat with us tonight, so thank you for taking the time to chat with us and for us to get to know you uh, a little bit more. Yay, I'm really excited. This has been so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> So it's day three of training camp. Yes. How has it uh, been so far for you guys? Really good. Um, tired, <laughs> um, especially since this is the most I've done in my six months of recovery. So, but it's really good to just be finally in a team environment again. I think it just helps you, lifts you up more, and then again, you get to know the girls and the team is very special. And I can see that really. I'm early now, so I'm just really excited to be working with this group of girls. Yeah, we had optional training for the past two weeks, so we got to, uh, to know some of the girls, but it's nice seeing new faces coming in um, since not everyone was able to be here before preseason. And Ali, you just mentioned this. Um, you obviously had um, your, you have an injury you're recovering from uh, ACL tear last year. Sounds like recovery is going well, although it's certainly been hard, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, how, just where are you in your recovery journey right now? So I'm about just over six and a half months from my first surgery. My first few months was really rough and hard because I didn't just tear my ACL. I also got both meniscus and had a fracture. So I did a lot to my knee apparently. And so I had to go in for multiple procedures in the first four to three to four months. But after the last surgery, it's been going really smoothly. And then being able to work with Nicole, our new head PT at Rain, she's been absolutely amazing. And my progress has been like skyrocketing every single week. I like my first time FaceTiming PT, like at home was just weird. But ever since then to even today, my last session with her, I was able to start shooting and doing a whole bunch of change of direction. So I've been just feeling like I've been just going up, up, up. I know it's still gonna have some hard days, but Working with Nicole, being in a team environment, being at the facilities has been really helping because the pandemic really limited my time being in facilities and my visits with people. So it's been really good so far. So I'm, that's why I think I've been really excited lately because I just feel like I'm finally like a soccer player again. And then you did a Q&A uh, with, with your teammate Kelsey Hedge about, you know, for the ACL club about just sharing a little bit of a glimpse into the road to recovery and, you know, and I was watching it and it was incredibly informative about just, you know, some of the details that you guys are, each are going through your respective rehabs. And then, you know, it's hard, it's, um, but it's a long journey, but just talking about it, not only to other people that have, you know, sustained that injury and are going through it, does it feel, come off as like therapeutic for you to just to be sharing a little bit about what, you know, that road to recovery is like for you? Yeah, I think getting just like to talk about it because then it also allows me to like think about it more and then process it more and get my feelings out about it and just be vulnerable to people because mm -hmm. people are being more willing to be vulnerable with me about the situation and other times when I've seen teammates tear their ACL. And so for me to go to them once I tore mine and just 
it gave me a lot of encouragement. So I being able to partner with Jordan with the ACL club and the scar together page, we also are both on, I think just being able to share the journey and like, there's a lot of people who got through, go through that injury, just not in soccer, but like any sport and just be able to allow them to see that, like, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay that you're going through these hard times. It's not always easy. Some people have an easier recovery, but just to know like what certain struggles is very common that not, and like not to think mentally like, oh, I'm doing something wrong with my injury. I'm not doing something right with my rehabbing when it's something we all go through. We all have different parts of our rehabbing that are more difficult. Like Kelsey had a very good first three months of her surgery and everything, but then I was very different with mine, but she's been progressing and flourishing so well. And I'm so excited to see that for her. But then she's been really good at comforting me through my part because she knows that I'm having more, a harder, harder time, but she knows exactly what I'm going through. We are two days apart with our like our injuries and our surgeries. So it's really good to just have her, but we just wanted to really show others that we could be there for them and that we know what they're going through. And like even at a prof professional level, it's not gonna be any different when they're going through at maybe a developmental level or a high school level or anything like that. Nice. I think a big theme for all of us um, in the last year has just been change in general in many ways and adapting and uh, you both probably lived through a million examples of that, but one is now changing and moving to a new team. Uh, maybe can you both walk us through just what was the experience like from your end of um, the process from to come to the rain? Honestly, like just being able to come here together made it so much easier, uh, but our, the whole team, like everyone we met so far is so welcoming and nice and when we first got here, we had to quarantine together. So honestly, it was just so nice not to be alone during quarantine. Um, but yeah, we have our own apartment. And since we've like been teammates before, it's like super like already best friends. So coming here, it's just like, it already feels like home. Yeah, it was, I was first worried ever. Like when I remember first going to North Carolina, like, oh my gosh, I'm going on a team where like, I don't, I know of people, but like, I wasn't like, friend like best friends with them so going into a team environment and like the people who are on that team it's super intimidating so then when I found out I got traded it was the same day she got announced for being signed there and she was the first person I texted I was like oh my gosh guess what and I was like I get to go to rain and we're going together like this is amazing and like I just felt like not scared to like start new with a with a team coming with an injury as well I knew I was gonna be really scared and timid and kind of lonely and lost but like coming with a former teammate, not even just a former teammate, a really good friend of mine to cause comfortably to come to this team together, I think was really just made it probably the easiest thing that could have been, honestly. Yeah, so needless to say, it's basically invaluable that both of you are joining the team at the same time, but you know, you are college teammates, but it's a lot easier to make that transition of joining a team that is going through a bit of a youth movement, but it also still has some, um, I think we still have the most uh, veterans that have played since year one uh, with the same team. So what is it like just to be part of that youth movement, but also knowing that you still are, you know, get to learn and play alongside some veterans um, that have been here since, you know, year one and practically when, you know, you two were probably watching them as just fans. I feel like we both are very coachable people. Like we really want to learn as much as we can and improve. So just having like these um, older girls like be there and help us, you know, improve and get to hear like their um, expertise and all this stuff. So like, I think this is going to be like a really cool experience being able to learn from them. 
Yeah, I think just being like young players, um, just being able to always just be learning, always willing to learn. And we both hold ourselves to high standards, always trying to improve, even like, and then especially at the, the time I'm with, with my um, injury, my practice, I just have nothing but growth right now. I have nothing more. I've just can keep growing and growing. So I'm really excited just to finally get to that stage of finally playing with them. But like seeing them, seeing them on the field and seeing them practice and everything, you really learn so much from them. So I'm just really excited to see how we both grow with this team in the next couple of years, hopefully. <laughs> I was talking with uh, Kristen McNabb a couple of days ago about how she's entering her fifth season as a pro. And she was saying that um, a couple of her, you know, a couple of the teams had already called her a veteran. And she thought that was just weird just to hear that, <laughs> hear, that uh, hear that label attached to her. But like, yeah, she, you know, you are one of the mainstays on the team along with, you know, Fishlock, Rapino, Lauren Barnes, and so forth. Um, so for fans that may not uh, been able to, unfortunately, have seen a whole lot of you, Ali, how would you describe your game? Like what sentence or, you know, a couple of words would you use to describe your game? Um, I guess like a main one that people will use for me because it's kind of my main attribute to a team is speed. Mm -hmm. I love to get in behind. I love dribbling um, 1v1 and isolating out wide and just going end line crossing or dribbling a goal. So I just say like more like I'm a player that likes to be aggressive on the front line, using my speed, penetrating runs and passes and everything like that is kind of my kind of game plan and just scoring, hopefully. <laughs> um, I want to be a goal scorer. That's my job as a forward. So I that's all I seek to do to help improve the team, but also set up people. But I guess speed is one of the main ones if you ask anybody. <laughs> okay. And then for you, Cozy, uh, is there an origin story to you becoming a goalkeeper? Like, had you been playing goalkeeper even before high school? Yeah, so I actually played, well, it wasn't my only position, but when I was younger, we would, like, all try it out. And so, like, goalkeeper, we were, like, I was, like, eight years old. Mm -hmm. When I hit about 11, I joined a boys' academy team, and they only had one goalkeeper, and he couldn't be there for a game. So I was just, so I ended up jumping in since I'm, I was taller than all the other boys. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so I jumped in and played goalkeeper. And I actually really enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Because I used to be a forward when I was younger. So I just, I don't know, I wasn't like, I didn't think I'd like it. But I was actually pretty decent. And so then I just stuck with it ever since. But I, awesome. I actually played uh, volleyball and basketball too. And that really helped me with being a goalkeeper with hand-eye coordination and stuff like that. Okay. Do one. Do you have since you were um, college teammates? Do you have a favorite memory of one another from your college days? Um, my probably favorite time was I was sitting in the athletic training room and I registered a year, so we're technically like we're in the same class at one point. But I registered a year, and so <laughs> I was ready with her for a year, and so it was her senior at night, and we're, I was laying in the athletic training room. I was just talking to her, and I was like oh my gosh, you're leaving. And I start crying and then I start making her cry. I was like, wow, like I, like I got so close to this girl, but like she's seriously about to leave me. And then I just remember I was like walking out on the field together and there's like a picture somewhere. I was like, yeah, we're just holding each holding other. Each I was other. like, wow, she's leaving me. It was so sad, but I was, yeah. <laughs> I was doing so well. I was not being emotional. I was very proud of myself and she had to ruin it. <laughs> Make me cry. Uh, but that was honestly one of my Why? I feel like it's harder sometimes to talk about yourself. So maybe why is one another such a good teammate for? <laughs> um, Cozy, when she first came on the team, cause she was a transfer, like just was 
more like she was a little bit more quiet and I'm not so uh, we just like hit it off she's just a very genuine nice authentic caring like loving person and like I just don't get how anyone can't be drawn to that um she just like she wears her emotion on her sleeve like she'll like she'll like we'll just talk to each other about our problems but like she's probably like one of the greatest listeners and like gives you like the most like compassion you need from a person so how do you not like her like she's just a really good friend a really good teammate she was always trying to lead by example she was always trying to lift you up she will never bring anybody down and it was just a really good presence to have on the back line she grew so much at AM and just seeing her grow when she went to Sweden was just even more like great and then to see that she finally was coming back to America <laughs> made me so happy but like it's just so many great qualities about her I don't know <laughs> she's gonna make me cry again it's fine <laughs> um, but I mean honestly I could say the same things about Allie like I like I could call her my true friend from college like I I always knew we were gonna be like best friends forever honestly <laughs> but <laughs> so corny but it's honestly true and um I knew I just like she always had my back but she's the type of person that's always gonna like be there for you no matter what like whatever you go through she's gonna you know, hold your hand on the way through it, and she gets good hugs, so. I try. But yeah, no, literally everything Allie said about me, like, Allie and I are very similar. She's just definitely more outgoing than me, so uh, I would say, like, that's why we click so well, is because we both have similar personalities. Okay, it's time to do a little bit of a pop quiz on uh, each of you when it comes to your uh, careers at A&M. So let's see how well you guys remember uh, this. Allie, do you remember how many shoutouts Cozy had at AM? <laughs> no, I don't know. Like, it was like, no, don't tell me. <laughs> I don't even remember. I was going to give you some. <laughs> I feel like that's be so outrageous number. <laughs> I'll give you three options. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, she either had uh, 20 shoutouts. 15 no. okay, or older. six. Oh my God. I want to say 20 because I want to say she's really good. You are correct. 20. Yeah! <laughs> good job, Allie. Man. Okay, Cozy, how many goals did Allie score uh, at AM? Do I get options too? Yeah. <laughs> your option, your numbers are, your choices are uh, 30, 55, 49. <laughs> and this is over all oh, <laughs> what was this wait what were them again <laughs> 30 55 or 49 49 oh my You're god correct. I got it <laughs> yes I'm gonna get to 50 <laughs> wow we're great we're great I'm getting multiple choice <laughs> yeah I, mean, I could not have guessed that I was seriously about to great guess 40 shout out <laughs> Like bro, I don't know. <laughs> so, Cozy, obviously, um, playing you've been playing goalkeeper for a while, and obviously, there's been a lot of goalkeepers um, in both men's and women's game that have uh, done a lot in on the on the biggest of stages. Were there any specific goalkeepers that you were watching and just trying to emulate their style to get to uh, where you at right now as a pro? Tim Howard. Forever. I've always like <laughs> looked up to him. I think he's amazing. Still is, even though like he's now retired and now playing like um not for the national team and stuff anymore. But I've always looked up to him. I think like 
I can't even explain, but like, I literally only focused on him. I looked at other goalkeepers, but the way like he played, I just loved it. So yeah. Very memorable World Cup game. Thanks to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy good. You mentioned this as well, um, that you played volleyball and basketball. We're actually talking on National Women and Girls in Sports Day. So um, curious, you already mentioned it, but um, how, how has just playing sports shaped your both of your lives? Obviously, one big angle is your professionals at it now, but what has it meant to you to grow up and, and be an athlete um, and also be a woman? So Allie actually played uh, volleyball a little bit in track. So. I, I barely played volleyball. I did well, track, track, yeah. yeah. Um, but I would say, like, it helped me – in so many ways like definitely like as an athlete like I wouldn't be where I am today without playing other sports and uh just being in those team environments and everything but um especially off the field like it's changed who I am um as a person like I think that going through those experiences with at a young age um is I don't know it just like helps you grow and helps you learn like team like just the love for the sport, the love for your teammates, just being able to, um, I don't know, I don't really know how to explain, just like being able to be like, you just so much like happiness in your heart, just being able to be around like girls and growing and just like seeing everyone develop together. I think that's just amazing. Um, yeah, I think like a lot of, um, of my characteristics and like who I am off the field is solely was built on the field honestly it just helps create a lot of like like not even like also like thinking about like applying to the classroom like time management determination but like it seriously has like evolved and shaped my work ethic and just has really made me like a more determined person and taught me discipline and everything like that so I was like remember like a couple interviews when I was at the draft um last year it was just like when did you decide to go pro and everything like that? I was like, it's something I always dreamed about. Cause it's like, seriously, like when people would ask me when I was younger, I want to be a pro soccer player. They're like, would laugh about it because sport is like sports was like a man's world. Like it was just a man's world. We were just there to be in it. But like, I grew up playing against guys the whole time and my brother and he bullied, he like pushed me through it. But I am grateful for that. He did because he seriously made me like into the player I am today. And then all the guys I played throughout high school and like on the boys team, like indoor, I play like getting like, earning their respect and like the respect of sport like that was actually like something huge and like a huge like milestone to do but like I didn't want to think of it as like oh I have to earn your respect because we're we're all equal still but like it's just stuff that you know you're competing in a man's sport in a man's world like I don't know why athletics was being determined as a man's world but seeing how much has evolved since then to now and seeing how little girls say like my dream is to be a professional soccer player I want to make my sport my passion my love into my job like we did it's great to see like it's so encouraged because like when I was younger it really wasn't so like that's something that I kind of always like had like it's like something that stuck with me ever since I was younger I was like I'll prove you guys wrong like it's just like I'm gonna like this is what I want to do and there's thousands of girls out there that want to do the same thing so I think it makes me like the most I think it makes me the happiest whenever little girls will message me and be like oh I want to be like you one day I want to like uh, I've given girls like my jerseys and stuff and like I'm gonna give you my jersey one day when I'm in your position I don't know it's just like pretty amazing that we can both like be there for young girls and hope that they can reach like their dreams yeah it's such an exciting time for women's sports like you've all said couldn't have said it better myself <laughs>
after a nice awkward pause from all of us. <laughs> um, what uh, you you obviously have come to uh, Tacoma at a time where maybe it's a little gray and rainy, and hopefully there'll be some sun, some sunshine <laughs> to come your way shortly. But what's been your overall reaction to the city so far? Oh, Cozy can give you a whole entire spiel about how it's about the city. I am obsessed. <laughs> I think it's so beautiful. I've never lived somewhere like near the water and the mountains, and I just think it's the coolest thing ever. And Ellen, <laughs> Ellen like makes fun of me because I'm like, oh my god, look, and she's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, it's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I grew up in Colorado Springs, Colorado. So I live at the base of Pikes Peak. So like, I'm like, I miss the mountains because I went to Texas and it's just flat mm. and they're like hills. I'm like, oh yeah, we have like mountains. I'm like, no, you don't. You have hills. So I, it's great to be back in like the West and like, I do think the Pacific Northwest is beautiful, but like seeing like Matt Rainier is like, that's like a breathtaking view. It's a different thing to mm. see. And then living by the water is really cool. I never live by the water. It's gorgeous down. Like the apartments they have a set up in like the location is really pretty. So I like Tacoma. I think it's nice to like not be living in Seattle, like a big, big city. And Tacoma is just like a nice little happy medium. It'll be nice when uh, COVID is not <laughs> a thing anymore. So we can literally just like be able to go into Explore restaurants a little more. Stuff. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah. If you're enjoying the weather and just the scenery around you right now, Cozy, just wait till basically summer in the Pacific Northwest becomes a thing and the sky is just really blue and you'll just you'll enjoy it even a lot more and like you said once um you know things open back up you know hopefully as you know the vaccine rolls out and and more of us get it you know you can you guys can enjoy more of the sights and sounds of Tacoma Seattle and just all of the areas in between yeah looking forward to that <laughs> I wanted to um sorry I jumped forward I'm going to jump back a little bit on the topic we were just talking about about um you know, how far the game has grown for, for women and girls. Uh, one thing we've seen really shift as well in the last year is just a real commitment from athletes to use their voice for social change. We saw it a lot last year um, in particular, and I would say the WNBA have been real leaders for a long time in this field. How do you both just think about it personally and um, the responsibility or the role you have? Um, I think it's just like, it's a huge honor to even be in the position to be able to see, have a platform like that because everyone doesn't have it. And so like when you think twice of like, am I going to support this and show that I support it? You don't think twice about it because it's something you believe in and it's right. So I think it's just really just been an honor to, be able to have that kind of platform and then just to be able to share your voice, to share what your beliefs are and your opinion about everything and then show your support for everyone else as well. And then to get receive that same support back. So I think it's just been it's been different because it's just, especially in 2020 with everything that was happening and how at Challenge Cup, we were the first um, team and I was part of the first game to come back and everything like that. And just to see all eyes are on you and you know, like people are going to be unhappy about it. People are going to love it. So it's just like, it's like hard to kind of be in that, like in between, like people are not happy with what you might be doing, but like you have to stay strong and you know, you have to support your teammates and everything to what you believe in and what you're going to do to help support this. But I think it's just something like everyone doesn't have it. So take advantage of it as much as possible. And that's what you've been trying to do. I think Ali answered that pretty well, <laughs> but I think it's, uh, yeah, it is amazing to be able to, you know, support, to be able to put uh, everything on your platform and, I feel like I haven't been able to do as much being in Sweden 
but it's seeing like Allie out there like kneeling and everything like it makes me proud to be her teammate um so I'm happy to be back in the states and hopefully I'll be able to use my platform more speaking of Sweden you both have had um either longer or small stints being able to play internationally um, in Australia and Sweden. Um, what's it, what, what's it like? Have you, had you had much of a chance before this to, you know, explore other countries and what was just your overall reaction? Um, Australia was amazing. I'm really happy I went to Australia and then the whole pandemic happened, but it was funny because I was like part of the other game that like one of the last games played before pandemic or during pandemic when it first started. So that was like kind of weird, but I've been able to go play in like Spain. I went to World Cup and uh, Papua New Guinea and everything like that for the U20. So I soccer's been really kind of nice to me because it's taken us to like Hawaii to Costa Rica and AM. So I've been able to go to so many cool places and I've actually never gone somewhere just to for vacation. I've always gone somewhere because of soccer, but I'm happy that I get to go because of soccer because I get to keep doing what I love and it's just using my sport in different ways as well to then also just meet great people all around the world. So been had some really good times <laughs> going everywhere. Yeah, and I think when I went to Sweden, it was honestly one of the best decisions I could have made. It definitely helped my uh, career, uh, getting playing time um, and training in a, another country. It's a little bit different, like everywhere, but I think I really um, got to improve like my feet and just being in the atmosphere of like a new environment with the new language like it's definitely challenging and I think that it helped really helped me grow as a person so the experience of going over there was amazing in aspects of like how it changed me but I'm really really glad to be back I'm really excited to get started here can you just talk about how um it came to be that um you know you we're assuming that your contract in Sweden ran out and then you know you signed with OL Rain. was it something that you knew that there were you were on the team's radar or were you just caught up by surprise by I actually was super surprised I yeah I was uh, really surprised I actually um was just like in my apartment at in Sweden and I got a um a notification on Instagram and it said that I got a new follower and it was OL Rain and I was like <laughs> wait that's weird <laughs> I was like is this like a fake account like what's <laughs> happening and then I like went to my messages and saw that I got a message from them and they um wanted me to come for the 2021 season and I honestly was really really shocked but it was the most like I I had the biggest smile on my face I was super super happy so yeah it was a really big surprise <laughs> I love when social media breaks it for you, breaks the news for you. They split in the DMs. <laughs> and uh, Allie, in your situation, had you heard prior to the announcement being going official that, you know, you might be uh, on OL Reign's radar in terms of a, of a trade? Um, so I got announced the Monday after she was announced on a Friday and I seriously got the call that day saying, Hey, you've been traded. I had no idea I was getting traded. I had no idea I was even up for a trade or, um, rain was wanting me to come there. So, um, just given my situation with my knee and especially since my recovery is going to be longer to a year, mm -hmm. I definitely just had no like idea or, I never thought I, like I would be wanted by a team right now, currently how I was and that, I was wanted by another team. So I thought I was going back to North Carolina and it was like in the process of trying to figure out how to get my car back across um, the whole entire United States because I was rehabbing in Portland. So then I got the call that I've been traded. I was like, oh, okay, well, 
I was just like, it was like bittersweet because like I got really close to a lot of the rookies there. We were bonding a lot in pandemic, but we got really close and I still talk to them a lot today, but also just saw as a great new opportunity. It's great to be wanted given how I was with my knee. I was barely just running at the time. I just ran like the first time the day before. So it gave me like a new like confidence and like um, something more to work towards because now I feel more pressure of not pressure, but like, it's, it's a good kind of pressure of like, um, when I'm ready, like I, I, I wanted here. So I need to be prepared for this team and give them everything I got when I finally recovered since they're gonna, they're taking such good care of me right now. So it was, I think it was really good for me and it's a really good opportunity I'm really excited about. I'm curious to know if it looks like Ellie, you picked number 18 and Cozy, you picked number 16 and 18, of course, more traditional goalkeeper number, but do those numbers have um, any special significance for you or how did you come to select those? Allie is actually- I, I just changed numbers again, actually. <laughs> um, they just gave us a list of numbers and we just picked from there because yeah. certain numbers weren't available and then more trades were happening. So I'm actually number seven now because I wanted a lower number. Um, I actually was seven. I remember that's the first number I picked when I was in developmental because it was Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> I, I was a huge, and I was a huge, I'm a huge uh, Manchester United fan. That was like the poster I put on like on my wall when I was younger of Ruben Esteroy and he was number 10 though, but I love Cristiano Ronaldo and another girl picked 10. I was really sad. So I picked seven <laughs> and then I was number one in college. And so I wanted a single digit number and I wanted to go away from my previous number from last year of term ACL and that was 17 and so I felt 18 was too close and so I wanted to go back to a lower <laughs> number so I'm seven now and I I have never been number 16 so <laughs> this is something new a new start right 21 is a good or 2021 is a good time to reset so yeah. Yeah. yeah not that these questions weren't fun but I think maybe Jacob are we ready to move into the really fun <laughs> questions <laughs> sure, let's do it. Um, I'll just start off with the one that's always been the most contentious ones amongst uh, your OL Reign teammates that we've asked over the over the years that we've been doing this podcast. Pineapple on pizza, yay or nay? No, yay. just no. Yes. No, it's yes. so wrong. No, sweet and savory, no. just perfect. It's just so wrong. We aren't friends now. <laughs> no, we, like, we saw that first question. We're like, oh gosh. <laughs> like, this is not gonna go well. We disagree. So Allie, I think you'll get along with uh, Jess Fishlock pretty well on that right. front because she <laughs> is staunch against pineapple and pizza. Cozy, it's, you'll get along with Bethany Balser. So gross. I, I can definitely see Bethany liking pineapple and pizza. When have you had it last? Um, like I have tried it. Do not even try to say like I like That's something insane. like I'm just like don't be something like don't like hate something you haven't tried. I have tried it and I do not like it every single time. That and pizza with ranch, disgusting. Your taste might change. <laughs> no, it is not right. Ranch, ranch is good on pizza. No, it's not. <laughs> don't bring up pizza around you too. Got it. Okay. <laughs> argument for days. There, you, you guys are gonna have to uh, separate the oil rain locker room too pro pineapple on pizza <laughs> yeah. against it if you ever do like a small sided game we'll say sam you have to split us up by pineapple and non-pineapple people and see if yeah. they can separate us by teams in that <laughs> okay um if each of you were in charge of your team's match day playlist what three songs do each of you put on there <laughs> cozy has her set <laughs> well i'm obsessed with post malone so it's going to be post malone taking shots and Rihanna um, muted me. 
I don't, I don't need to use yeah. song. And Chris Brown, <laughs> Go Crazy. I can agree with Those are crazy. my three favorite hype <laughs> up songs. I'm kind of all over the place when it comes to um, songs. If you ever ride in the car with me, you see anything from like country to R&B to hip hop to anything else I have. Um, I'm, but I'm like kind of a person who's okay with throwbacks. So like old school Justin Bieber could be on the playlist. <laughs> so if we play baby or somebody to love, I'm for it. <laughs> I'll admit that. Um, I'm a huge Drake fan. So honestly, anything, but, um, but H-Y-F-R, um, that's probably my favorite one because of how intense the rap is. And I just feel like I'm cool when I can rap. <laughs> and then oh, what was my other one? I can agree with Chris Brown, but like seriously, any like 20, like 200s throwbacks, I'm all for it. I agree with the throwbacks. Or like anything that would make me dance because I just like to be energetic in the locker room. So there's a lot, like there's a huge range. I cannot even stick with one playlist. <laughs> like, it's kind of surreal that we've gone this far into time that one, we're now talking about old school Justin Bieber. That's making me and my college sound really old here. Um, but that's another topic of discussion. <laughs> this is more like just a personal curiosity for me because obviously last year with the pandemic, no one really got out, you know, was going out and about to do anything. So we have a lot, you know, we all had a lot of time to catch up on some things, catch up on movies, books, whatever. I made the final, finally made the discovery of checking out what is k-pop and seeing <laughs> seeing the appeal and i totally understand it now have either of you gotten delved into the world of k-pop we both talked about this one and i i honestly at one point i had on replay um black pink mm -hmm. what's i forgot what song it was but like it's like kill this love i had to sing the song in my head for a second but that song was on repeat for a solid like two days in my car and i still probably to this day will just always listen to it in the shower mm -hmm. so i'm a huge fan of them and i just remember looking on youtube of like all their performances because i was just so intrigued <laughs> but like i really am a fan of black pink so i can say that yeah, me too. everything about so joyous so yeah okay if a movie were to be made about each of your life who would you want to play you? This is my favorite question on the whole list. <laughs> so I'm a huge Zendaya fan. And I would, and we're the same age. She's a little bit older than me. So I feel like it would just be the most perfect if she was me in a film. I think it's just meant to be, but it did happen. So if it actually happens, I'll be stoked. Mm -hmm. But I'm obsessed with Zendaya. She's on my social media, like She's everything. actually like <laughs> very obsessed, like highly obsessed. <laughs> so yes, Zendaya will be my person. <laughs> Uh, I would say Gal, like Wonder Woman, just mm. because she's tall and brunette. She's pretty badass. And I <laughs> like to think that I'm badass. <laughs> Allie, we need to have you and your teammate Madison Hammond on because she also said Zendaya for the same question. But <laughs> we, <laughs> we want to do basically a little trivia between you two to see who knows Zendaya a whole lot more. Who's, who's the bigger uh, oh, Zendaya stand? Oh, God, I need to study. <laughs> I think it'd just be fun content just to have YouTube. Okay. Just talking if about Zendaya. I promise you Zendaya sees it one day. <laughs> I think that might be all of our questions, um, but we always like to let you two um, have the, the last say. So um, leaving it open, if there's any message you want to share with OL Rain fans or shout outs you want to give to your family that might be listening. The floor is all yours. Um, my dad's probably listening. So hi, dad. <laughs> he finds everything. 
But I guess to the OL Ring fans, we're super excited to be here. I am counting down the days for when I get to step like step onto the field and finally represent everyone and wear my jersey with pride. And then hopefully I can score. Hopefully on my big day. I don't know. That's that'd be my <laughs> biggest dream. I'm hoping for it. But I'm seriously just want y'all to know we're putting in the hard work now. We know we have a little bit of time until we get to actually like play games. I have a little more extra time, but I am so excited to be here with this group of girls on this team. I really think something special is going to happen with them. So be ready. <laughs> Same. I'm so excited to be here. Like I honestly, like when I came back from Sweden, I really wanted to cry of happiness because I'm so excited to be back and be a part of rain and just be able to play with Allie again <laughs> soon. That's going to be like, so exciting. So I'm really, really excited to get started. This season is going to be one for the books. Well, thank you so much to both of you for joining us. Oh, thank you. Good luck with the rest of preseason. Thank you. We need it. <laughs> yeah, and again, thanks for taking the time to chat with us. And you uh, both are more than welcome to always return to the podcast whenever you want.